Hello, audience. It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about baseball songs from the 80s and 90s. Baseball season is in high swing. Teams are jockeying for the playoffs. And of course, when you're sitting around watching baseball or actually playing baseball in the background, kind of half paying attention to it while you're doing something else, you can also play a few baseball songs. And there were a few good ones that came out in the 80s and 90s. So we found out. Yeah. So while you're watching the Mariners not make the playoffs for the 21st year in a row, (laughs) you can listen to these songs to help uplift you being a Mariners fan. Yeah. I was talking to a guy the other day, actually. He's a huge baseball guy here. And of course, he's a Yankees fan. And I'm like, ugh. And, uh, <laughs> and, but it was funny because he was like, no, the yeah, Mariners did, did well this year. And I'm like, yeah, but they're still not going to the playoffs. And even if they do go to the playoffs, they're not going to the series because every time they get a good player, where do they end up? On your fucking Yankees. So yeah, you take that's Yankees true. And shove it up your asses. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, they, the Mariners almost make it to the playoffs. You think they're going to, and then they yeah, fall they in their faces. So it's not that they haven't made it to the playoffs this year. They're not out. Like they have a chance, but we know they're not going to take that no. chance. Because they're, they're like, the Mariners. what, 10 games behind the, uh, what's what team's first in their league? Um, Oakland? I don't know. It's been, I don't I'm know. Not I just know that they're going to gonna, they're gonna get close and fall in their faces. Houston? Because Austin, Houston. I think they have to disappoint the Texas us. team. Actually, one of the Texas teams is Astros. Yeah, I think like it might be the Astros. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about the Mariners falling on their faces anymore. We're going to talk about baseball songs. Baseball songs because they make us happy. <laughs> yeah, they do. We yeah, we've got eight baseball songs that came out in the eighties and nineties, and we are going to bring that list to you, our audience. Yeah. So, Jamie, and, no, you, you you know what, Milo? I, hmm. I want to say something though. We kind of divvied them up, kind of kind of randomly. I've never heard the four that I have, so this was kind of fun because this is the first time I've ever heard these songs. You had have heard of one of them? No, I haven't. I haven't heard any of the songs that are on my list. Really? Wow. Yep. Okay. But I I like them, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, I've heard two that are on my list. Uh, the other two I listened to today as I was prepping for this. Yeah, so this is kind of new for us. I I, I had a fun time. I had I like this one. This yeah. is fun. Okay. Well, what's your first one? So my first one is a song called Talkin' Baseball, also known as Willie Mickey and the Duke, which was inspired by a picture of Willie Mickey and the Duke. It's by Terry Cashman. It came out in 1981. And it starts out with this synth take me out to the ball game because you know it's the 80s now. We gotta have synth. But then it goes right into kind of easy listening, man. Easy listening, very early 80s, easy listening, like something you just want to walk into the park, like maybe with your girlfriend, you're just kind of feeling real good today. It's kind of got that vibe to it, that really early 80s, easy listening vibe. And then Terry sings basically about, he describes baseball from the 50s all the way to his current day, which is the early 80s. And I, I counted how many players he referenced in this song. He referenced 30 players Wow! in this one song. So he goes from the 50s and he's talking about all the players all the way to the early 80s. Hmm. I'd love to see him do like a, a like a part two and do like the 80s all the way to now. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. But a modified version of this, you might remember this episode. It was of, of The Simpsons. It was called Homer at Bat. 
and it was called talking softball instead of talking baseball. So it was kind of modified version of this song, but it appeared in the Simpsons in the nineties. And I think I remember hearing that, but I didn't I remember, know it was an actual song. I remember a, ba- a couple of baseball episodes, which is kind of funny because they haven't done a baseball episode in a really long time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, so take, take a look at the Simpsons episode, Homer at bat. But yeah, this song, if you want to feel good, if you want some easy listening and you want to learn kind of <laughs> a short history of the baseball for 30 years, this is the song for you, dude. Okay. So if you haven't heard it, listen to it. It's very feel good. And it's a little bit of a history lesson. I recommend. Will do. Well, my first one, I would imagine everybody's heard, and it actually popped up on our 4th of July music playlist, but it also deserves to be on this playlist, which is Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. So it's a classic look at Springsteen's Glory Days, focusing on his uh, high school friendships, playing Little League. Uh, It was written and performed in, or was performed, it came from 1985, that's what I was trying to say there. It became, it was the off of his album born in the USA uh, it's it's a it's such a fun song i really do enjoy this song and to sing along to it and it's great because it works on multiple playlists for that reason because mm-hmm. you've got your baseball playlist you've got your 4th of July playlist for him it's about his little league baseball teammate and uh it's it's fun to sing along with yeah and you, it it works for middle aged guys playlist too because everybody can think about their glory days. Everybody had some glory days, right? Almost everybody. Well, that's if it. you were the song, young. The song goes into a guy runs into a pal and they sit around. They have a beer. They start reminiscing about those glory days. Something that we all do at, at some point in time. So you can totally. It's something to we do every week. Yeah. <laughs> So when we do our uh, middle-aged music playlist, <laughs> Gen X music playlist, this can go on that one as well, apparently. Yeah, we'll have to make an over-the-hill playlist. Over the this, hill. This, this, this Bruce Springsteen song could go on so many. So this is, this is that song. My next song is called The Cheap Seats by Alabama. It's a country song. They went more country and less Dixie Rock in 1994. And this is an amusing song. <laughs> this song was uh, used as the theme song for ESPN because they were playing minor league baseball uh, during the uh, major league baseball strike that year. So it, it's a funny song. It's about like a middle-sized town, not too big, not too small. So it's not big enough to have, a, have an MLB team, but it's got a triple A minor league team. And they got a great pitcher, but they don't know his name and they can't spell it anyway. They got a local band. It's not too good, but not too bad. They're in the middle because they're basically just in the middle of the Middle West and everything's just so middle. Uh, and and they, they like their hot, they like their beer flat and they like their hot dogs with relish and mustard. And there's nothing like a view from the cheap seats. That's 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 the whole thing. Is basically I middle America in the middle America in the middle of America eating you know hot dogs and drinking flat beer in the cheap seats of a minor league baseball game. That that's the whole song is that kind of that vibe. It's pretty amusing. I, I like this song a lot. I've been you know I'm from Portland. We we go to the Hillsboro. Pops games sometimes, you know, the the minor league baseball 
where everything's kind of cheap, but you just have a good time anyway. That's the whole vibe with this song. So <laughs> this is a fun song. If you haven't heard it, you should go listen to it. it. Especially if you've been to like minor league games and you've enjoyed it. This is this is the perfect song for that kind of thing. I really enjoy going to minor league baseball games in Spokane. We had the Spokane Indians. I used to go to those games a lot because, yeah, it was cheap. Uh, you sit, you eat your hot dogs and stuff. Uh, I met my first ex-wife at the Spokane Indians baseball <laughs> game, actually. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, good memories there. Yeah. Well, this song is basically about uh, minor league baseball in somewhere like Spokane. Spokane would be a perfect example where it's like not a huge city, but it's not super small town. It's like right in the middle. So you don't get an MLB team, but you, you have a, you have a minor league team you can go see. Yeah. Basically this is about where you're from, dude. <laughs> perfect. Not to check it out. Yeah. yeah. You got to check it out, bro. All right. My next one is called Joe DiMaggio done it again by Billy Bragg and Wilco. This was actually originally written by Woody Guthrie in 1949. So he wrote the words to it, but never put music to it. And so years later in the mid 90s, Nora Guthrie, Woody Guthrie's daughter, met Billy Bragg and basically was, you know, heard some of his music. He does a lot of folk music and stuff like that and was like, hey, be interested in putting some of my dad's songs out there. And so Billy Bragg, took the song in 1995 and added the music to it. So then he teamed up with Wilco and they released it on their Mermaid Avenue volume two album. So the song is really a homage to Joe DiMaggio, who was the big thing back in Woody Guthrie's area back in the, in the mid forties and stuff like that. And he wrote a song about seeing DiMaggio play uh, Guthrie's from Coney Island, uh, so he would go to Yankees games. And this is, of course, I mean, everybody loved the Yankees back then. And uh, especially if you were a New Yorker, well, I don't know, maybe you didn't, maybe you were a Giants fan or uh, now, I guess, Mets. You know, Mets would be the team. Dodgers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dodgers back the then. Dodgers, as well. I think, were, were, were a team in New York back then, right? Yeah, they were. That was before they moved. Uh, so, but he, of course, Joe DiMaggio was like, the thing and Woody Guthrie wrote this about him, but then never put it to music and it just kind of sat on the shelf until uh Billy Bragg got a hold of it and made a song out of it. So it's it's a fun song. I I never heard it until today. And uh and it is a fun song to kind of sit and it's very folk. It's very folk music sound. So you can definitely see the Woody Guthrie influence over it. Which to me, when I think Woody Guthrie, I just think Alice's restaurant. I never really think of any of his other songs, but or is that all of Guthrie? No, it was Woody Guthrie. Who was the oldest one? Arlo Guthrie or Woody Guthrie? I think Woody. I got to get a little Wikipedia on that. Yeah, action, bro. somebody can correct me <laughs> on this. But anyways, one of the Guthries. Well, I've got my own tribute song, actually. But this one is for the great Willie, uh, Willie Mays. It's called Say Hey. And he was known as the Say Hey Kid. And I guess Say Hey is a big thing in baseball with 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 Willie but he, he, here's the thing when i listened to this i was like this sounds like a early to mid 50s song it's very jump blues it's by the 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 trainers who i didn't know and it sounded very 50s and i'm like do i have the right one but here's <laughs> what happened bro 
we when we were finding our list for baseball songs, we mistook this for a '90s song for two reasons. Firstly, this song it w- it was released in 1955, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh oh. But we're gonna adopt it, and I'll I'll give you three reasons why. Okay. Firstly, it appeared uh, prominently in 1994's uh, Ken Burns Baseball. So oh, it a, it's a great documentary. Brilliant documentary about baseball. Ken Burns is the man, and this song was in that 1994. So that's reason number one we're going to adopt this song. Okay. Reason number two is this came out on a CD, The Trainer's Greatest Hits, in 1995. And reason number three is these guys were playing and performing up until like 2003. So they played venues throughout the 80s and the 90s. And in fact, there was one of the members played until 2017, like at restaurants and stuff. And their surviving member only died, I think, last year. He was 99. Oh, wow. So they were around. So we're going to adopt the Trainers. It started out as the Trainer Brothers, um, but then the band grew. So they just became the Trainers. So we're going to adopt them into our world. Right. And I think that's okay because we can adopt we can adopt things into our 80s and 90s world. So we adopt the Trainers. Yeah, but it starts with some dialogue with uh, with with Willie Mays, and then it goes on. It's a really kind of jump blues song about Willie. Say, hey, it's very kind of like swingy jump blues kind of thing about say, hey, talking about all about Willie Mays. Okay. For those of you who don't know Willie Mays, there's there's too he's like there's too many there's too much to go into. But he's also he's known for going to fight in the Korean War during his career, early career, and then coming back and kicking ass again. And he's the guy, he's the kind of guy that like the presidents, every president invites, and even the queen kind of invites, Queen of England invites him to come hang out. So that's how big he is. So if you don't know Willie Mays, you should probably go check that out. But this song's all about Willie. Yeah, tons of movies that have been made about him too, and I'm sure he shows up in that Ken Burns documentary as well. Oh, yeah, he must. Yeah, and that so in in that song, it, and he probably does, and they probably have that song as like when they have the whole Willie Mays, just probably a section for Willie. Yeah. So, uh, surviving family members of the Trainers band, we're we're adopting them. Welcome to the '80s and '90s uncensored. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a 50s song. And I was like, wow, someone in the 90s did a really good job of making themselves sound like 50s, like a 50s band. But that's because they were. <laughs> they actually were a 50s <laughs> band. We just thought it came out in the 90s. Yeah, I was like, what's going on, man? They did a good job of sounding like 50s <laughs> jump blues. That's amazing. Nice. All right. My next one, the song starts out like this. <gasps> I can't hear. No. I think I'm doing it wrong. Let me let me try. I can't hear your clapping either. You can't hear my. I think. think, Hold on. Take off the clap. Take off the little uh, thing. Filter. All right. Little pop filter. Try it again. Yeah. (laughs) No. No. Oh, Zoom is like filtering us to like get out of random noises. Well, do it like this. It's harder to do that way. (laughs) The point is, and this song gets played at pretty much every baseball game at some point in time. And people clap along with it because it is called Center Field by John Fogarty. Released in 1985 
on the album called Centerfield. Uh, we, of course, have all heard this song. Hopefully, I would imagine you can. Uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, get, like I said, it gets played at tons of uh, baseball games. This song, interestingly enough, was honored in the National Baseball Hall of Fame in 2010. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of songs get honored in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And uh, because, of course, it is all about baseball, uh, here's Fogarty. He when he was talking about the song. Uh, it, I was practicing a song and I came up with that guitar riff that starts the song, he said. Uh, I went into the studio playing the guitar and drum beat and came out. The song combines two of Fogarty's passions, baseball and rock and roll. He played on the album Centerfield. He pretty much did all the instruments as well. So he did the songs and played the instruments. So this is 100% a John Fogarty song. It uh, actually plays at the Baseball Hall of Fame. So if you actually go there, you'll hear that song playing. Uh, Of course, we all know it starts with a clap and then it just goes into like the great lyrics of put me in coach. I'm ready to play today. Uh, I look at me. I can be center field referring to Joe DiMaggio, the famous uh, baseball player that we've already mentioned who played center field. It references uh, Willie Mays, who we also mentioned, and Ty Cobb. So it's just a homage and love of baseball, and it's peppy and upbeat, and that's why it gets played at baseball games because you can clap and sing along. Yeah, this is the most baseball-y baseball song ever, dude. This is oh, totally like when you hear this song, or even when you start to hear the clapping, and then they're and then I just think about baseball dudes like spitting chew and like cracking cracking the bat on a homer sliding and wiping the dirt off that this song just gets all that baseball-y and you don't even have to like baseball you'll still hear this song think about baseball i love this song i remember when i was younger and this song would pop up on the radio during baseball season and i'd always crank it up today when i was listening to this music and stuff i played this song multiple times like it got over and i'm like i want to listen to that again (laughs) this song is so great (laughs) it is good it is good of all the i think all the baseball songs we have are good but this is the most baseball-y and this is the one you can just listen to over and over and over again absolutely i agree totally agree i'm gonna listen to it today today look at me (laughs) i can listen to this song yeah this song was awesome well my last my last song here i didn't know about it but i I know about the the singer because it's from kenny rogers it's called the greatest i'm surprised you didn't know this because i knew this song i didn't know this song and it's it's a great song came out in 1999 and i'm glad i was introduced to it because i love kenny rogers and i love this song actually it's it's a country very country style song and it's it's very amusing it's a short song and it tells a story and it it's the story of a, a kid out in his yard who tells himself that he's the greatest and he throws the ball up and he swings and he misses and but he keeps telling himself that he's the greatest. And um, I'm not going to tell you the whole story because <laughs> it's an amusing ends. story. It's it's so good. It's it's very amusing, and and it's only like a two minute song. It's a very short song. It's it, it's it was his first single from an album called "She Rides Wild Horses." So it's only two minutes of your time. 
but you're gonna be amused by this song it's a very amusing song it's cute and it's amusing baseball song and if you're sitting um at work right now and you're like man my job sucks and i'm so sick of memes i'm so sick of like trying to distract myself with my phone without my boss looking whatever why don't you just go listen to this song for two minutes it'll pep your day up and make your shitty monday just a little better uh that's that's kenny rogers the greatest go listen to it right now that's your assignment he was so good at picking music that told a good story <laughs> you know i mean you got the gambler mm -hmm. you got the um how what's the one about the girl that basically the, a girl gets attacked and raped and then the guy like kicks the shit out of all the people that like attacked her I yeah can't that song. i can't think of the song but i know what you're talking about yeah yeah kenny rogers always had uh, often had songs that told like whole stories in a yeah. reasonable amount of time so it, that's why I've I've always liked his voice and the the beard. Howard of the County. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, and he has he's got that scruffy voice and the silver beard and and that whole thing. I've always liked that, but I've I've always liked that his music tells a story, um, and a beginning to end kind of thing. And this is one of those a very short story, but it's 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 a lot. It's very amusing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. So my next one I'd never heard of until today. It came out in 1999. And it's funny because the album cover is literally like a baseball player ready to swing a bat. So, you know, this album's got baseball songs in it. And it's called Subway by a guy named Jim Nuzo. So if you're a New Yorker, you've probably heard this song because it's about taking the subway between the different stadiums. So originally he wrote the song in 1990 in memory of back to the forties and fifties between uh series and play out between series played between like the Yankees and the giants and the Dodgers. And now of course you'll hear it between the Mets and the New Yorker, uh, New York Yankees. Uh, it became actually even, popular in in uh, 2000 World Series, which actually was between those two teams. So New Yorkers unite in the fact that both your teams went into the World Series. But um, it's it's fun, too, because it's just kind of like a nice like he's talking about, like, I remember my dad talking about these days in the past. And it's just very kind of nostalgic. And now I'm getting on the subway. I'm going to go watch a game and I'm going to, you know, thinking back to my days with my dad and we went and watched games and all this other kind of stuff. So it's just a really nice song. And um, I can see why if you're a New Yorker, you probably know this song. I had never heard of it until today because. First of all, I don't really follow either of the New York teams. <laughs> well, you're not from New York. Didn't live in New York and have never seen a game in New York. Yeah. I always thought it was interesting to be in a metropolitan area that's so large that you have two competing major league teams. Yeah. At like one New point, York has three what, teams. Two? I mean, even. Yeah, they have two or maybe three baseball teams. Two now. It's the it's the Mets and the Yankees are the two they have. And then they, have, they also have two football teams. Yep, yep, yep. How and you go to LA, like a really big city like LA, they have the same thing with the, they have, well, they went from zero to two. Two now, teams. yeah. Yeah. But I always thought it'd be interesting because we're from more like bigger, but not big enough to have two competing teams like that. That's crazy. Like, how do you pick? Is it based on where you live in this? metro area or something like that it has to be it has to be like in whatever area you grow up in like you're a, a fan of that team 
and you probably are very anti the other team. I would imagine that's the way it is. You're you're definitely one or the other. I would imagine. I don't know. Or maybe people are like, hey, we support both teams. This is my preferred team, but I don't know. I know Billy Crystal's a huge Yankees fan. Huh. Well, we're like Seattle area. We're just up here in the corner all by ourselves. So does Portland Portland doesn't have a baseball team, do they? They've no, got, they got, got, got a, they got minor, they got lots of minor league action, but no major league, huh? Yeah, Seattle's got the a minor league major league and, thing uh, they have is the soccer thing. So that's the only thing Portland Seattle have that rivals. But otherwise, it's Portland doesn't have much of any. What happened to the Trailblazers? They have a basketball team too. Yeah, so okay. That's so what I say this, the Trailblazers are still there, right? They have a yeah. Major. That's something Seattle doesn't have. <laughs> NBA team. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of their NBA team. Uh, but they're trying to get a new one, aren't they? Isn't that I the whole point so. of the Climate Pledge Arena is to get a well, oh, we no, got the hockey. hockey. That's, that's right. They, so hockey. We got, got the new it. hockey team. That's right. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Moving on up. <laughs> Go Seattle in your uh, stupidly named arena. <laughs> so check out these songs. Obviously, there are tons of other great baseball songs out there, but we couldn't include them on this list due to the 80s and 90s criteria. And uh, you can check those out as well. But we recommend these, I think. Yeah, and I'll, I'll have on the on our podcast page, I'll have like videos for all these songs. There you you can just go there, 80sand90s.com. Check out our podcast page. Um, listen to all the tunes. Sign up for the newsletter while you're there. It'd be fun. And with that, strike one, strike two, strike three. We are out of here. Wah, 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 wah.